0: this Thursday, the 3rd of September for our very special edition A-League Awards show. I'm your host, Lucy Zellich. Great to see you all and welcome you here to the stream. For those of you tuning in, as always, get your questions and your comments in as the show goes on and Solich and I will do our very best to get through them as we get to all the major talking points. And uh, speaking of Stollage, here he is over at FBS HQ. Good afternoon to you, my beloved colleague and co-host. How are you?
1: Uh, I'm very good. I'm very excited for today's show. We've got the A-League Memes boys. We've got Vince Ruggari, who's often featuring in A-League Memes. Uh, there's just <laughs> so much fun to be had, you know. And we look back at the season that was, because I think it was the longest season in history. So, yeah, there's a lot to talk about.
0: We mentioned our special guest there. I'm so delighted to see the great Vince Ruggari, uh, Sydney Morning Herald journalist, joining us once again. Vincenzo, how are you, my friend? You're alive, you're healthy, you're well?
2: Yeah, I mean, you just answered it, so there it is. Yeah, I'm all good. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing else to add?
0: Nothing else that weird.
2: I'm in that weird, uh, you know, point in my life where there's no A-League season. Uh, There's a bit of AFL coming up. In fact, I'm going to be in purgatory for a little while because usually I go from A-League to AFL, AFL to A-League. In about a month and a half, I'm going to go into, like, I don't even know what I'm going to do. Yeah, Vince, Actually, Vince, don't,
1: don't tell your boss that. Don't tell your boss. He's going to be working hard.
2: <laughs> I, it's all good. They'll find things for me. Don't worry. They'll find things. Of
0: course they will. I this is so off topic, right? But how did you feel about this whole scandal? Because, I look, I personally don't watch AFL, but how did you feel about this whole scandal off the back of the announcement that it's moving to Queensland? Have they, have they gone cackadoodle over it? Have they lost their shit?
2: Was there a scandal? What do you mean? Like everyone just There's being like up their
0: arms about it? Or yeah, well, well, The that's grand smart. final.
1: The grand final.
2: The grand final, yeah. yeah. Well, it had to go to Queensland. Queensland saved the AFL season. So, and like you know, Queensland is you know clearly uh, the best state in Australia, or the or the second best if I'm feeling particularly South Australian on any given day. Nothing wrong with Queensland, mate. Yeah, that's <laughs> the no what the part. motto
3: the is. Queensland nothing wrong
1: Australia.
0: with it. No, yeah. no, one, yeah. no one said there was anything wrong with Queensland. I just noted that there were people with brain tumours that weren't allowed to go back into their homes to recover from surgery, but they are letting in all the AFL players, administrator staff, and they're, and they're wags. Like, that to me is pretty cackadoodle. But anyway, that's a topic for another day. Speaking of cackadoodle, I've been a big fan of these <laughs> guys since they came. <laughs> seen. Um, I love what they do. And the biggest challenge that I wanted to throw to them was to find out whether or not they would be as funny in person and on our live stream as what they are in print. It's none other than A-League Memes Boys. Welcome to the both of you, Matt and Fraser. Matt, we'll start with you. Um, this has been a long time coming, certainly, but why were the two of you nominated for this? Does it mean that you two are the funniest of the lot? Because my understanding is there's about seven or eight of you.
4: So the boys basically said the best and the worst looking are going to host, host, but they didn't say which one was which. So I'm going to say Fraser's the best and I'm the worst. But look, look, I'm here for a good time.
0: <laughs> We're here to have a good time with you, Fraser. What's your rebuttal? Um, or do you agree with him? Have you been submitted as the best looking one of the two of you?
5: Oh, look, all I'm going to say is if I'm the best looking <laughs> and there's not much going on in the A-League memes, boys, I'll tell you that much for free. <laughs>
0: There's a lot going on on the- <laughs> already because even though you two are here, the page is still very active and that's what I love about this whole operation. they have already written in the comment and a question, who are these boys? Never seen them before. Very delighted to have your company, A-League Means. As we are our entire, um, you know, viewership, we have so many regulars that join us across both the Wednesday and Thursday programs. Of course, this is our final Thursday program until the A-League season kicks off. When that is going to happen, we bloody well don't know it. Point. But there is still so much to talk about off the back of the season that was for the 2019-2020 season. It's been a long one, long, the longest ever in history, no thanks to COVID-19. But we here today are doing a special awards program, given that we weren't able to fulfil um, the A-League component of it. I know that they did the, uh, the W-League awards. But um, we thought, why not step in and uh, take the responsibility from Football Federation Australia, cut out all the glitz, the, ga- the glamour, the dresses, the suits, and the, uh, the party and just deliver it to you firsthand. Stolich, um, we're very excited about all of this, but what are you most looking forward to discussing today? Well, the
1: thing I'm most looking forward to about today's show is the sound quality from Vince rigari who's gone out and spent a lot of money on that microphone. Look at that yeah. microphone right there. Uh, yeah,
2: Crystal clear. Okay.
1: When we, when we uh, first had Vince on the show, we could barely hear him. His internet was out. I think he was running uh, off his phone. Look at the guy. <laughs> It's incredible. It's incredible. But there's, there's a, there's a lot, lot to look forward to. I think we've got categories. I think we're going to get um, people to sum up uh, their team season uh, in one sentence. And we've already seen some absolute crackers, mainly from Mariners fans and Perth fans <laughs> and Victory fans. What that says about them, I don't know. But, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this show. So let us know. Sum up your team's season in one
4: sentence. Can we make sure that our Lucy does Adelaide, please?
0: Yeah, <laughs> I'd be happy to do it No problem at all Some questions already coming in from Alex Nanos Hi Lucy, is Adelaide still a shithole? Well I haven't been back there since the last comment So I can't confirm or deny But what I will say is I love the people of Adelaide The people were great, they gave me a lot of hell uh, During that time And I love that at every opportunity um, Someone that has to bring it up um Reminds me about all of that But um, ultimately I will get to Adelaide I'd be happy to do that We have a series of categories And they range from best player most. Improved player to the best interview, the best import. Um, we've got best personality, best moment and best game. So I want to kick things off because there's a heck of a lot to get through and we will start with the category best player. Uh, Vincenzo, we're going to go over to you. Your best player of the A-League 2019-20 season was? Diamante. Had to be? That's,
2: That's all i got to say, really.
0: No, okay. if, uh, well, I mean,
2: there's a few others probably. I mean, we'll probably throw them up now, but for me the player who I wanted to watch basically this season more than any others was Diamante, um, a guy who uh, can pull incredible passes uh, out that people otherwise, you know, normal humans wouldn't have the capacity to see, uh, a guy who's not afraid to shoot from distance, a guy who, uh, you know, there's, everything he does, he does with a smile and he's enjoying it and that sort of makes you enjoy watching it, you know, that little bit more. Um, he was the, the heartbeat of that Melbourne United, uh, Western United team, sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah. The uh, Melbourne United. The Herald Sun made that mistake on Twitter the other day. It was quite funny. Um, <laughs>
3: that's,
2: what happens, that's what happens when you have a generic club name. You know, people forget. Um, but the guy is the, the best ambassador for the A-League that we could possibly think of in terms of the foreigner coming here and showing us how it's done. Fantastic player, still got it. Legend of a guy. Can't go past him for me.
0: Mm, well, I'm wondering if we're going to get some agreements across the board. Let's go over to our A-League memes boys and find out. Tim, thoughts from you?
3: Who's
1: Tim? Do we have a Tim? <laughs> <laughs> we, have, we have a Matt and a Fraser. Tim, let us know you in the
2: comments. Where are you, What's going on? Is there a,
1: is the there a Tim in the, the A-League a- memes? Yeah,
3: it's just, there is. It's,
0: my first time meeting them for goodness sake it's a matt it's
4: all right it's matt okay matt fine as per my usual as per my usual year 10 year 11 year 12 homework i'll be making this up on the spot but um look the, the first name that actually comes comes to mind and I, I would have liked to have seen him more in the uh early stages i thought uh max bird just was amazing i thought uh, like obviously he played well later towards the end of the season but um I've always been a big fan of Maxi and um I, I thought he was a Dark Horse of player of the season.
0: Ooh. Fraser, what about you? Who was your best player of the twenty nineteen, twenty twenty season?
5: Oh look, I'll try not to be biased, but unequivocally it's Diego Castro for me. So I think the uh the uh the fall off when he left caravanning around the country was I mean, incredibly significant to the glory team and his yeah, but uh, you impact can't in that give...
1: You can't give player of the season to a guy who went caravanning for the second half of the season. You,
5: you Mate, I can and I will. I can and, I can and I will. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> but if, if you, you want a serious suggestion, I'll Castro. go.
5: Yeah, if you want a serious suggestion, I'll go. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce his first name, but uh, Davia from Wellington Phoenix. Ulises. Ulises. Ulises Davila, yeah. Yeah. So oh, that's,
0: that's, that's your actual answer?
5: Uh, yeah, sure. We'll go about that.
0: that's a great submission there from fraser um i'll probably just start calling you guys random names throughout the show anyway now that i've got your names down pat it would only be right if i started to to cock them up as the show went on uh nick stoll what is your offering for the best player for the twenty nineteen twenty 20 season
1: to me i i understand why vince went diamante but you know Vince, you said he's not afraid to shoot from distance. He's not afraid to miss from distance. He would miss about 10 shots a game. Sometimes you were there going, bro, just pass the ball, man. But bro,
2: you miss 100% of the shots you don't
1: take. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. it was right up there with those misses. Uh, yeah. So, But, no, anyway, I thought, you know, still, you, know, you don't want to keep repeating yourself, but Milos Ninkovic was the best player at Sydney FC, and he's so important to that team. And he just adds, like, a level of class that they have that, you know, I thought led him to the championship. So, for me... You know, I'd say most entertaining player was probably uh, Diamante, but Milos Ninkovic, still the one. If, if Dario Castro hadn't, you know, gone caravanning up the coast of Western Australia, he would have been a shout too. But uh, yeah. I think it was uh, Ninka.
2: We need wow. to know what he did, where he went, you know, how he spent the time. What did they eat, you know? Were they cooking in the caravan? These kind of <laughs> things, I need
1: to know. <laughs> I know what, Derek Costro was apparently cooking in the negotiation room when they gave him the offer yeah. of him and his contract is massively cooking.
0: Yeah, and that's a watch this space type scenario as well. What we understand is that he's at total odds with Tony Sage there about getting his contract honoured. Um, I think that he's still got another year left on his contract as well, so it's going to be interesting going forward to see what happens. My submission is interesting um, and I think that it's been largely missed by all of you, which is a great shame. Adam LaFondra. Um, I know that Diamante was fantastic, but I just thought that Adam Lafondre, he was a, a goal poacher. He scored a host of goals throughout the season. Um, I think it was something like 22, was unlucky not to win the Golden Boot, and that's purely because Jamie McLaren was so prolific. Uh, but, uh, you know, he, for me, is just a serial goal scorer and was a real delight to have in the A-League. Um, we'd love to know from our fans watching today who your submissions for the best A-League player were as we move on swiftly throughout the category. So let us know who was your favourite player for the 2019-2020 season. Isn't. Let's move on to the next category and it's most improved player. Vincenzo, over to you. Who was your most improved player?
2: Hmm. And this is hard for me because I did uh, the exact amount of preparation for this is Stolich, which is less than zero. So I'm making
1: this up <laughs> on the spot.
0: What uh, the hell um, most... Most... people on this show? For goodness sake.
1: Moose, well, you just called someone player. Tim, all right? You know, don't <laughs> criticise <recognise laughs> without knowing. Eh?
2: We're off to an absolute flyer here. Most improved player. Yeah. Um, Can I go with Cameron Devlin? Like, not that he was coming off from too lower base last season. I know he made his debut for Sydney, I think it was last season. He scored, might have even been scoring on debut, did a couple of nice things. But for me, this season, he became one of the best midfielders in the comp, really. A player that, uh, without him, Wellington Phoenix looked like a different side. Uh, You know, he's energetic, never stops. He's got a bit of mongrel about him, too. He doesn't mind getting in. The faces of opposition players and teams and that. Uh, I think he's a really, really, really underrated player and the kind of player who I think in years to come, Sydney FC might regret letting go of. I know they're pretty stocked in central midfield, um, the Sky Blues, but Devlin, I mean, this is a guy who grew up in the Cove, loved Sydney FC and had to leave the club for his opportunity. And they're the kind of guys you want to get a hold of and uh, he was just really, really impressive for me for Wellington Phoenix. So, uh, you know, without thinking too deeply about any other options, I'm going with him.
0: <laughs> Let's go to the people and find out what they had to say and who their most improved player was. From Jovan Blagojevic, most improved yeah. is definitely Joel King. Did almost nothing Season, but has now entered a starting spot for Sydney FC. Uh, a couple of other comments coming through as well. We've seen um, some votes for Tom Glover, who actually received my split vote in addition to Max Burgess. Those two were mine. I couldn't decide between the two of them um, in terms of their most improved, but Tom Glover was outstanding. Um, let's move on now over to you, Tim. Uh, let's find out who your most improved <laughs> player is.
4: So you just took the words out of my mouth. Um, Look, I got to see Tom Glover make his debut for the Mariners and um, when he played that day, he probably couldn't have caught a cold. But, um, look, I'm trying my hardest not to be biased. Um, Stevie Garkovic is just a god in the league and each year he gets better with age. Um, But, yeah, look, Tommy Glover was terrific uh, towards the end of the season, but my vote was Stevie Garkovic.
0: All right. Thanks, Matt. Fraser, your most improved award goes to who this season?
5: Uh, I was uh, also torn. I went with Max Burgess and Liberato Cacace. Uh, I think he, he was a very prominent player last season, but I think the level that he's taken his game to this year and earned a very well-deserved move to top-flight Europe is is testament to his ability and how far he's come. Mm,
0: very good answer from you there, Stolich. Very serious answer too, Fraser. We just wanted you to be funny. Yeah. Oh, well, I have made a
5: joke it. about Diego Castro before and I got shut down on all corners, so I don't know where to go with this. <laughs> you
0: know, the you thing is... You've got to push back. You've got to
5: But
1: the thing is, Fraser, Fraser's going to come through and he's going to be like, yeah, well, technically, if you look at the 4-3-3 that they were playing and the XGs you're going to have an extremely detailed analysis and then we're going to go, geez, he's a good analyst. Maybe we should get him on you more often. Say
4: Fraser, does, <laughs> Fraser does coach, so um, he's he's pretty good in the formation. Except oh. last year...
5: Last Co- year
4: Last year we played a four four two with a diamond formation
5: and none of the boys had it. So um, that's all right. <laughs> yeah, now we play the diamond and we're winning games. So what does that say, mate? Come on.
1: Yeah. Wait, wait, can we just say between, for you two, uh, Matt, you're a massive Newcastle Jets fan. You go to home and away. You're probably one of the biggest fans in the league. Uh, Frager, who do you support?
5: Uh, Perth Glory, unfortunately.
1: <laughs> at the moment, yeah. Um, yeah. Have, have you bought any cryptocurrency uh, after the initial merger was proposed?
5: <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, the uh, virtual wallet was uh, you were looking kind of good at one stage, and then I think it uh, it all fell through very, very quickly on a lot of fronts. So I think like my Bitcoin days are over. How many
1: tokens did you buy? Uh, I, was was there the, the utility for the token? <laughs>
5: <laughs> I'm to be honest, I have no idea what the hell that means. But... Uh, No one
1: knows. It's great. (laughs) Hey, you guys asked how you're getting paid. We're going to pay you in those tokens. So you can have as many as you like. No worries.
4: As long as 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 it's got Lucy's signature on it, I don't care. (laughs)
0: Yeah, <laughs> no, problem, no problem. Don't worry, and I'll change my last name soon enough, and then it won't count for anything. Nick Stoll, who was the most improved player.
1: I think I think everyone's given some really good answers. Uh, Kakacha, you know, he's gone to Europe and stuff, so that's that's very impressive. But yeah, for me, it, w- it was Max Burgess. You know, he came across from Wellington, where he was in and out of the team, and even at the start of the season, he didn't really start all the games for Western United. Um, they had Scott McDonald in there, became through, and then he's been talked about in Socceroos selection. So that that's just a, a huge rise for him. Um, so he's my most improved player of the year.
0: Couldn't agree more. Great um, stuff so far, guys. We've had some votes already coming in, in addition to a lot of comments saying cute boys. <laughs> cute boys, cute boys, cute boys. I've never seen so many cute boys in my life. And that's not about the stream, with the greatest respect to my panel. It's actually about the comments. So thanks to everyone that's writing in. And some serious um, suggestions would also be appreciated as well. But the best personality is our next category. And, again... I think this might be a bit of a whitewash, but I'd love to hear the humour from the the A-League Memes boys, given that we have brought you here for that very purpose. So we will give you a second to think about it, but the best personality for you, Vincenzo, was who?
2: I mean, obviously Diamante, but a very close second, now that we're talking crypto, would have to be Jim Alwood.
3: Uh, (laughs) Yes, yes. Old old, old
2: mate in the jacket and with the Cockney accent in the back of the limo talking about there is going to be utility for the token. Which was yep. just music to everyone's ears in, uh, in Perth. Um, yep. Technically, doesn't count. Didn't buy the club. Kind of wish he did, but uh, <laughs> yeah, obviously DMRT.
0: Oh, you do not wish that he did. The club would have been on the cusp of insolvency and completely folded by now. Matt, who was your best A League personality for the season gone by?
4: Once again, making it up on the spot. um, First thing that came to mind was was, um, Louis Fenton for his post-match interview (laughs) against uh, uh, me. So,
5: yeah, I'll go with him.
0: You're going to go with Louis Fenton? I rate it. What about for you, Fraser? Who was your best personality?
5: Oh, well, I just wrote down Louis Fenton for the interview, so I feel like my homework's been stolen from me. So I'm going to have to say uh, the great Robbie Fowler for his (laughs) uh, his indiscretions on and off the field this season. Mm -hmm i am
1: got him for most disappointment, the biggest disappointment, but anyway.
4: He'd
5: probably like to watch this, but he's probably blocked you
4: guys as well, so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was a, that was such a strange period in time, wasn't it? You'd like to think that, you know, as a coach and especially as a player of his calibre that used to cop in so much criticism and then all of a sudden you get someone that starts to question things and he just, it was this massive pile on. Uh, it was really bizarre. Stolich, um, who was your uh, best personality of the A-League season?
1: Well, I'm going to go Daniel Georgievski. Uh, I really liked him from, from the yeah. time that we had him, uh, you know, in the studio. We, he gave a great interview. He was funny. He was honest. He was raw. Then when he did that interview right at the start of the season with Channel 9 where they said, oh, you know, we hope that we hope the, the football fans don't, don't cause too much trouble. And he goes, no, I hope they go even harder. Like, I just love the fact <laughs> he owned what it is to be a football person. And you know what I like that you know th- despite all that he they had a terrible season the Wanderers but he kept up that personality he was making videos when they were you know in the backyard learning how to landscape and all this kind of stuff he's a top dude so I re- I really liked him.
4: There was yeah. one game that, um, there was one game that Danny G was um, playing for Melbourne Victory against the Jets in an FFA Cup game the the game that Wayne Brown's chip was shown all over the world apparently um, where he was running up the left wing the whole game and our fans were just hammering and obviously there wasn't a lot of people that you could hear everything he gave it as good as he got it and it was just like you've never seen a more a warm human being and after the game he walked up to them and apologized to each one of them and and like it was like all in good spirits but um he's just a top bloke
0: that's what we love about him he is a top bloke um he is a bit of inspiration and motivation for the a-league memes boys nick leopard (laughs) Means being serious feels wrong. I couldn't agree more. It's like seeing a teacher out in regular school day, off, you know, in regular life, you know, away from school. It just didn't feel right. Bring out the funnies, boys. Bring it out. Um,
5: <laughs> Shit, the pressure's be- on. <laughs> the pressure is. On. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ah, we go. So we've done best personality. Um, next category is the best moment in the 2019-20 A-League season. The best moment. You know what, Matt? I'm not going to let you think about it because you haven't done your homework and we're going to put you bang on the spot. What was your yep. best moment?
4: Um, you know what? I think seeing Luke Bratton after the grand final, just just mm. obviously not for the right reason, seeing how emotional and seeing how... how how much it meant for him, but how how much he obviously cares about his family. Um, obviously with what happened with his mum, just to kind of for it to be over, but for him to show his own human emotion, I I thought that meant a lot for me. Being biased, I thought uh, Nikolai Topper Stanley's goal uh, against Perth was just under and um, obviously the Jets didn't have the best season with Carl Robinson. Uh, sorry, with only Merrick, but with Carl, we did. I think there's a lot to um. Be happy about. So I think there's a, there's a lot of what I'll go with Nikolai Top of Stanley's goal against Perth.
0: Why not? Katie Bayou, one of our top fans. Great to have your company once again, Katie. We love chatting to you on both Wednesday and Thursday. So, best start stare at being subbed. That was sensational. But I feel like every time the man gets substituted, he's got a death stare splashed across his face. I mean, I put up a tweet ages ago saying the guy could have a broken leg and he'd still get pissed off about being substituted. Like, he just cannot take off best But That speaks to the competitor that he truly is. Vincenzo, what was your best moment of the season? Uh,
2: there's – yeah, look, I, I'm, I'm trying to pat the time here because I haven't prepared at all. But um, there's a few that – it's, there's around seven or eight thoughts that swim in my head at any one time, and a couple of them relate to this uh, A League season. One of them would have to be, and it probably doesn't count because it was FFA Cup, but Al Hassan Toure in the final was big. So I'll go related to that it was was um, his uh, his brother Muhammad coming on and score. Was he, did he score on debut? I think which like
1: he's like twelve years old or something. like no, that? No, it wasn't <laughs> debut. It wasn't debut, but it was like his second game. He'd played he'd played up but in Brisbane 12, the right? before. He was, yeah, it was, they, well. they, they had yeah. to get child labour laws fixed in South Australia for him to play.
2: Yeah, that, that, was, that was absolutely magic. I thought that was, um, you know, really, really cool. A good indicator of the sort of direction the A League needs to go in. Um, young players, local players from their area coming on, scoring and, and doing nice things by their local community. Um, oh, I'm sure there's others, but I haven't done the work.
0: So mm, that's great. I'm so glad we've got you on the show. Fraser, what about for you, mate? Please tell us your best moment in the A-League season
5: Uh, Well, I will say, uh, I'll just say this early, one of the boys in the A-League Memes team uh, did provide us with notes and one of the A-League Memes boys has read them, so shout outs to Mikey for that. Yeah, you put him in the chat last night (laughs) And so uh, I'm looking at them here and there's there's two clear favourites for me There's Archie Thompson two-footing a kid
0: Which was iconic. That was absolutely
5: brilliant. And uh, Perth Glory forgetting their kits and blaming Qantas about it. So I think that was... uh, And then uh, having to rock up with training kits. I think uh, it was an interesting one all round. But those two just... I can't say I'll ever forget them. They're just so iconic.
0: Peak A-League, you'd have to say, right?
5: Absolutely. Doesn't get much better than that.
4: change my answer?
0: Yeah, go on then. Have you come up with something?
4: It's probably something that we actually should express our gratitude for. Um, obviously with the um bushfires that happened early on in January, um, we put a big big call out for the to the club and literally every club did it. Um, oh, yeah. helping the FA with uh, Michael Putiflam, he um he actually got us flights accommodation to the A League Grand Final this year. Obviously we didn't get to utilize them this year, but um a, a winner for next season will obviously get that. But um. Look, we raised $30,000 um, with the help of the um, generosity with the public. And, um, yeah, look, th- that would be my moment of the season because it, it was very wholesome and um, we all love that. And, yeah, look, I, 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 I do really appreciate what um, the clubs and the fans gave towards the, um, I guess, yeah, get the koalas and all that kind of does. But, yeah, it was, it was really good to see everyone come together.
0: Now, that was so cool that you guys did that. And I think we gave a special shout-out to you when we were going through that whole bushfire period Um, off the back of your achievements. So, well done. That gets an honorary mention for the best moment in the A-League season. Stolidge, what made the cut for you?
1: Yeah, I just got to say, that was a really good fundraiser from the A-League. Very cute, boys. Good to see. Um. <laughs> You know, <laughs> now I uh, I think, uh yeah, I think just on that, I mean, it, it is really cool that even for all the crap that like, happens every A-League season, that I think as a football community, we can really come together and do really cool things. And I think one of the really th- things that I really like about the A-League Mean Boys and all the stuff they do is they do make it really fun to follow the league and, they, you know, we can all kind of laugh at so many different things that happen. So I think that's what, and that's one of the reasons we got you on today, but... Moment of the season for me, Uh, it was very early on in the season, but it was actually the first Sydney derby uh, at Bankwest Stadium. It feels like it was last season, but it was actually... Just a top, top night out. Um, you know, I was there with five of my mates. We all had a great time. It was great to see the Wanderers. They actually thought they were going to have a good season at this point. They'd won three in a row. They were, <laughs> they were dancing. They were like, eh. They had a big march to the stadium. You know, the stadium looked amazing. They played like crap, but they got the 1-0 win, which is kind of what you want to do in a derby. Um, and, yeah, it was just a wonderful, wonderful time. And we thought, oh, this is what the A-League should be. Good stadium, good atmosphere, you know, a lot of drama, fans giving it to each other. Unfortunately, we didn't see enough of that this year. Can't help the COVID situation. But to me, that's an example of what we can look at and go, yes, that's what we should be aiming for every week.
0: Mm, very well said. My best moment actually was a moment of play from Aaron Calva, if you remember, a couple of weeks ago against Melbourne City. That freakish faceplant clearance, where he cleared it over his own crossbar. I was like, this is just epic stuff. It's something that you'd see, you know, on a on a on a war zone somewhere, because he just really threw his body behind the ball, and um, it was something so epic. I think he was acting captain at that point as well. So that's my best moment so far of the season. Best game. This one's one where you've got to actually think about it so fraser given that you've done your research (laughs) (laughs) for a legitimate answer on this because i know i'm not going to get it from actually the the remaining three here who haven't had time to do any of their prep i don't know what the hell you've been doing the last 20 to 40 uh, 48 hours but fraser over to you please
5: uh so one of the suggestions from my notes was uh city nil perth nil over the australia day weekend (laughs) uh where i rocked up uh, after drinking an entire bottle of wine and can't remember the game whatsoever, um, so I think that, that's <laughs> the thought your thought
1: suggestion. That, yeah, for the better. I
5: might add. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't think there was much to remember. But my my serious suggestion will be: uh, Perth Glory won Wellington Phoenix nil with a fifteen percent of the ball. Uh, that's all I've <laughs> got to say.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, now see, this is what I wanted. This is what I got. That is brilliant, Fraser. From you, Vincenzo please tell us your best uh, best game, actually, best game of the season.
2: Best game. Tour. Um,
0: don't say my
4: one. Don't say my one.
2: I, I, <laughs> I, w- I wish I knew what it was because I would steal it because I don't have one. So I'm <laughs> just basically going
4: nice to pitch. Uh,
2: yeah, if you want. Hang on. While you do that, I'm going to say, uh, oh, yeah, no, I'll leave <laughs> that to you. Um,
3: nah,
2: dead set, I reckon.
0: What? Uh, <laughs> in history.
1: <laughs> can we say, the, the, <laughs> these two boys from A-League Memes, they're not professional journalists, not professional media people, right? Vince, you're actually a pro, mate. Come on. <laughs> there, there has been a pandemic,
2: can I just say. Um, now, I reckon, um, you said it, still. The, the Sydney Derby, the first one, was like a, a classic smash-and-grab home derby win, dominated for the entire match. Sydney, uh, the Wanderers did not deserve that game for a second and pinched it. And that is basically the kind of game that if you're a fan of The Wanderers, that, that that's just classic banter. That's a banter 1-0 win. That was a great game. And because I can't think of any others, that's my nomination.
0: Yeah. <laughs> hopeless. Um, can we actually get some legitimate contributions here? I'm so glad that we've got people tuning in that have got actual... <laughs> Sydney FC 5, Brisbane Raw 1. Yes, I do remember that. That was huge. Um, Norman via Twitter has written in 4-5, Adelaide v Western United. Yes, that game happened after the competition restart, I believe. Matt, what about you? What was your suggestion for the best game of the season?
4: So it's, mine would be, and it, I should probably be washing my mouth out as a, a Jets fan, uh, the game that got Marco Kerr sacked, which would be oh. um, nah, Central Coast 3, Melbourne 2. The reason why this was so... Incredible for me. First of all, Matt Simon, just being Matt Simon. The Melbourne Victory fans had their Hawaiian shirts day, which is, which is, a few clubs do when they go to like the Central Coast Stadium. They all wear Hawaiian shirts, and um, they're up two one. Obviously, lost three two. And you had like family, like family members of uh the Mariners, like kind of taunting them, and all the the Melbourne fans going up to them in Hawaiian shirts, kind of like, firing back. But yeah, look, um, Matt Simon. He's, he's an icon of Australian football. I obviously have to hate him because earlier back in the day, he gave nothing but shit to the Jets fans and with good reason. He, he was a great player back in the day, not that he's not now. But um, also a special a special mention for me would be um Newcastle to the one because Costa Betrados, who, in my opinion, hasn't, hasn't done much since he's come onto the scene. At, but every time he's kind of had a chance, he normally does his best to take it. The first time he's ever fully taken it and um he scored and he scored a winner and he sent the he sent the three Jets fans into pandemics and um David's <laughs> that. <he said. laughs>
0: Stolidge, what was your best game of the season?
1: I've got to give it to, and I think I saw people saying it in the comments, but uh, yeah, Wanderers 3, Western United 5. Uh, I didn't actually think there could even be a good game without fans, so I was I was kind of watching these games like, ah, oh, you're not going to feel. This game was mental. You had Diamante doing chips. One was actually, he meant to do it. The other one he meant to cross, and it went in. It was just a crazy game. You know, uh, United were up 3-0, and then the Wanderers came back, and You know, you were thinking, I think Roods was about to strangle half his team. And then Burgess got the goal to go up 4-3. And it was just a a top, top game. And and one of the few games where I actually did forget that there wasn't fans and we didn't have kind of the atmosphere which makes it so special. But, yeah, it was a a top night. And uh, I think it was a good game.
0: Yeah, my submission um, is the same as Mitch Harris's, who's written in via Facebook, Western United comeback win at Marvel Stadium, round four of the competition. They were down 2-0 inside seven minutes. Um, Melbourne victory went ahead and then they pegged one back via Diamante and then I think again in the 29th minute and just the atmosphere was epic. I mean, you know, a lot of people were hanging shit on it and saying, well, this isn't, you know, a Melbourne derby, like this is, you know, a new the newcomers, Western United. It felt quite fake. To a lot of people watching it, but I think the atmosphere was just electric. It was a great game to watch. Oh, there was a, a fabulous intensity of <laughs> Come to you. Finally, welcome to the show, Vince. It's only been going for 32 minutes and you've turned up. It's great to see you. What's ah, your suggestion?
2: This is a good one. I just thought of it. Um, The Western Sydney Adelaide game um, where Jojewski George- yeah. lost his absolute mind from the, was it the handball? I think.
4: Yeah.
2: I'm I just remember the- that. Yeah? That game was like epic. Like, like, just things happened. That penalty and the walk off from Dorjevsky was just like, oh, just (laughs) look at the remains type areas. That was so funny.
3: So good.
1: Can I say as well, good to see Vince interrupting Lucy there? Another example of his professionalism that we get him in (laughs) for. Can I also say, uh, this is an interesting comment from Ryan MLR A League memes look exactly how I picture it. Thanks, dude. What do you guys want to respond to
4: that? The, we're a bunch of virgins and we know it.
0: That's yeah. <laughs> true. No judgment, no judgment. If you'd like to preserve yourself as someone special, whoever oh. that may be down the line, then that's entirely your choice. We're we're, oh. respects, we're open and and inclusive of everyone and all of your decisions in life. Um, let's move on to the next topic of conversation before I get sacked. Uh, best interview. Best interview oh, of the season came via whom, Fraser? Please, over to you. This one's easy.
5: I mean, there's yeah. one option it's I think it was round one or two. It's it's Louis Fenton,
0: it there's has nothing, to
5: be. There's uh, nothing no. topping that ever. Yes, there is. Yeah, there
0: is. I know, I know He's what you're prepared
5: going. for once. He's got an answer for us.
0: Apologies. <laughs> 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 Hello, an <laughs> <laughs> Crawl. Okay. Oh,
5: true, true. Uh, like when I did see the yeah, list of yeah, topics yeah, yeah, yeah. for today,
2: I looked at a couple of them and things came to mind straight away and that one came to mind straight away. I cannot oh, wait it, until it, it that the the kid it. wins the Ballon d'Or and he gives his acceptance <laughs> speech because it is going to be hilarious.
0: Yeah. Oh, he's not got charisma. Ballon d'or. He's not winning no Ballon d'Or. No disrespect. Not with that attitude. Best in your career, Alu, but you ain't winning no Ballon d'Or, and if you do, then I'll be the first to um to help cover the cost. Um, please, Matt, over to you.
4: Don't have an answer. Like Louis Fenton was obviously the moment, but um, come back to me. I've got to have a think.
0: All right, have a think about it. Tim Mitchell, did it cross the line? The post-mortem executed Robbie Slater. That was pretty hilarious, you'd have to say. (laughs) I thought it injected a lot into the coverage. Um, (laughs) A-League Memes, Eric calling the Fox team dickheads. Uh, That's pretty controversial, but thanks, A-League Memes. Um, Yeah, we had a lot of things popping up um, in response to this one, and it seems as though everyone is voting in favour of Alu Kwal's interview. Uh, Stolich, who got your pick?
1: Yeah, to me, you can't go past Alain qual mainly because one of my favorite lines when they asked him was, Oh, you're playing against big boys, you know, Nikolai, Topper, Stanley, and Bugart, And he go, It must have been hard. He goes, No, nah, not really. <laughs> first game. First game. And then they go, Oh, yeah, tell us about your story. Where did you come from? And he went, What? Like, he was just thinking, like, I don't know. It came from, yeah, just we went to the training ground. I don't know. That was it, basically. And then my favorite part was then he go, They were congratulating him on making his depoo. And he goes, Yeah, look at me here on the big stage, F3 Derby, and there's like <laughs> eight people in the background. <laughs> yes. if, if anyone hasn't done it, by the
2: way, it's worth um, Googling the interview Alu gave with, I think, uh, an outlet in Sheppardyn when he was playing for the Goblin Valley Suns uh, because, I mean, that was way better than when we got on TV, and it just goes to show the sort of character we've got to deal with here. I yeah. mean, this guy, I hope he kicks on and becomes an A-League player. Because he has got the gift of the gab. He's got confidence. He's got swagger, He's got something different. and We want him on the show.
1: We want him on the show bad. We want him
0: on the show bad. We put in a request request to actually have him on the program. Unfortunately, at that time, the Mariners came back and said he wasn't available, but um, that we would look to try and get him on at some point. Mm -hmm. I think he'd be value. You were going to say, Stolich.
1: Oh, yeah. I just uh, was going to say in that interview that he did with the uh, Sheppard News or whatever it was, um, my favorite line was when they said, Oh, ha- who do you base your game on? International superstars. He goes, oh, I just get a bit of everything. I'm like Ben 10. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Every line of that interview is absolute gold, to be honest. Like, you could, oh, we could spend an hour talking uh. about awesome. I'm
0: going to say, Chum, who got your vote? Was it Alouk Wall?
1: Ah, yeah completely the honestly, I remember that game that game was one of the worst games i 've ever seen. In I, I had to go there yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: so I was on that night, and for those of you don 't know we, when, it, when it comes to the a league we 've got to cut uh, minute thirty packages, and we 've got to be quite strict we' to trying to keep it as close to a minute thirty as possible, and often you know i 'm loving the game i 'm trying to put in as much as possible. I find it really hard to keep it to a minute thirty. That game had twenty three seconds of highlights with a replay of a save. Right, Mm -hmm. it was absolutely nothing, and I felt what a waste of this night this was. I shouldn't have even bothered coming in. I should have just put out a thing, guys. There was no highlights. That's the post, and then this interview, this gold interview, three minutes. Oh man, and raw, it was brilliant. And like uh, Zappers is saying down there, uh, we just we love these personalities.
0: We love you, um, a fabulous uh, presenter for Fox Sports uh, and a sideline reporter as well. It's been a shame that we haven't been able to see him for the remainder of the season since the competition restarted because of the Melbourne lockdowns. But um, Zappa's great comment from you. We need more rawness from our players. Media managers need to let them be themselves. Couldn't agree more. That's one thing we've ad- advocated for, certainly. I love Louis Fenton's interview um, purely because it was so real and raw. I'm not advocating for being a foul mouth and swearing. <laughs> Who am I to say anything about that? But I loved it because you <laughs> After, and he was penalised for the handball in the box, obviously, right, Um, against Melbourne City, and that was last year. And it appeared, though, it had hit his chest, so that's why I, was, I think a lot of us were confused watching it. And that's why he was so incensed, because he comes out afterwards and goes, he was speaking to Archie Thompson, he goes, I thought 100% no pen because it didn't even hit my effing hand. It's effed. And then he walked right off, and that was the end of the interview. So that's why I appreciated that, because he was just real and honest. Matt, did you end up giving us your vote?
4: First of all, no, I didn't. Um, Style, so just going to go back to what you just said. Um, I, took a, I took a mate who, who's playing on my football team. He's from England, big West Ham fan. And he was like, So it's a derby. Is this going to be like West Ham Millwall? And I said, No, it's exactly be like-. the same. <laughs> I,
3: said,
4: no, it'll probably be like- <laughs> I said, it'll probably be like West Ham Crystal Palace or something. It's like, because like- obviously it's not going to be a big, big derby. And he's like, oh, I can't wait. Honestly, he nearly fell asleep after 20 minutes.
1: By the way, oh, isn't it the worst feeling when you take a friend, especially someone from overseas, have done this a bunch of times to an A League game and you like you're sitting there like please please be a good game, please be a good game, please be a good game. And sometimes you're fine. Other yeah. times you're like, Oh listen, man, I'm so sorry. I don't know what's happened here. It's not that that's when you know you're struggling. It has happened yeah. to me multiple times.
4: I do enjoy when when an international friend gets to view what we get to see.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
4: Record. This is out of nowhere. I prefer the A League over any league in the world, and I, that nothing will ever change.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay, we've um, almost reached the end of our categories here. Our final one before we move on to a, a choice that each of the panelists have had to make. Um, I'm hoping that those of you, the three of you, have actually done not just some homework, but have prepared for this moment because you've had to develop your own category. I don't know if you have, but we'll get to that in a minute. But the best import. <laughs> This cool. also might be unanimous, but your answers have surprised me. So I want to start with you, um, Fraser. Your best import for this season was who?
5: Best import, best import. Uh, no bias. Uh, big Greg oh. from Perth. No big bias, wh- of course. Yeah. Big who? Uh, big uh, the
4: Greek,
5: big yeah, the Woodridge. Come on! Oh yeah, uh,
4: Gregory Gregory
0: Woodridge, what is
5: it? Yeah. Yeah, Gregory, well, the, one that's that, your... the one that le- yeah, best import.
0: That's your best import. The one that left.
5: Did he, yeah. did he give you some? Did he give you
1: some money or something over there? Did he give you some tokens? No, no
5: there, there's this. There's this story. Some of my boys were telling me, um, and it, he, they they run into him in like an IGA, and he's got his trolley, and they're like, "Greg, how are you?" And he's uh, I don't know what a Swiss accent is, but he's like, "Oh, good boys, good boys." And they look at his trolley and it is full to the brim with just red meat. Nothing else, just red meat. And you know what? that That's what I want to see. I want to see someone supporting local industry, small <laughs> businesses like IGA, and just, you know, supporting the economy. So, for me, my best import is Gregory Vothridge.
4: So, so, when A-League memes was going to come on, everyone's like, oh, my God, they're going to be so funny. And we Yeah, have, that
5: was garbage for me, I'm going to be honest with Alan you. I tried so hard to commit 20 to 20 it. Industry. This is what you get. We're never coming back. It. I love it. I love it. You know like now.
0: I wanted to find out if you were funny in person, and so far, you're not. All right? Let's
3: yeah, try.
2: <laughs> This is the danger in, fight, in telling people how the sausage is made, you know? They just yeah. prefer to eat the sausage. They don't want to see the process.
3: <laughs> it's a, it. it's, it's a,
2: create
1: create a process, it. you know? Frazier, you need to be like Diamante. You just need to keep taking shots, no matter how far out you are, no matter how many times you miss. You just need to keep shooting.
5: That's what I'm trying with my red meat story, mate. But it's it's missing. It's missing every time. I'll keep. I'll get one eventually. Ruben Zadkovich, man. Ruben Zadkovich, one in Um, one thousand.
4: Can we go six categories back to the best moment of the season? Because Nelly, (laughs) we don't mention him. We don't mention him on this show.
1: Um, Yeah.
0: Um, Uh, No, no, no. We're going over to you, Vince. Please tell us who was your best import.
1: I mean, again, obviously
2: Diamante, like, um, for me, but I'll throw in a gag uh, nomination if you want. Alex Meyer. Remember him?
0: (laughs)
4: That was
2: was suboptimal.
0: Yeah, no good, huh? No good. Um, uh, Matt, did you actually give us a serious uh, submission there?
4: No no, no, yeah. But um this this is as biased as um as Fraser. I got to watch him every week and honestly I have never seen someone cross the ball as good as him. Bobby Burns. It's a shame he had to go back home, but honestly, if we had more Bobby Burns in Australia, we'd probably be about two spots higher in the world rankings. <laughs> All two.
0: <laughs> Stolich, who was your best import for this season?
4: You
1: know what? i got to give it to, uh, listen, Diamante, I want to give it to him, but because Vince has already gone with that, I'm going to go with Eric Mombat. I thought he was a really good coach, you know. They were stinking under Warren Joyce, and he actually made them watchable, which is a huge uh, thing. Not only that, he had a cool attitude. He had the glasses. He was weird. When he did those sideline interviews during the games, he was just like perplexed (laughs) at the reason he had to do them. Uh, yes, okay, sure, why, I don't know. Why, why are you bothering me? What is this? My agent didn't say this. So there was that. Um, but, yeah, and he got him He got him to a grand final and, and then that resulted in Vince getting uh, smashed on social media. So to me, that's just a great impact on the on the league.
0: Tell us yeah, why you yeah, smashed yeah. on social media, Vince. What was that all about?
1: Uh,
2: because I wrote a, an article uh, about Melbourne City straight after the grand final. I basically wrote it five minutes before the final whistle uh, about how... <laughs> And, and it wasn't my best article, to be honest. It didn't come out the way I wanted it to, but the central point in it for me still remains. Uh, Melbourne City took some big steps forward this season, but they still, they're still they not a complete team yet because they can't win or they haven't won the big moments. And the two biggest moments uh, of their year were the FFA Cup final, which they collapsed in, and the uh, the grand final, which, they, for me, were the better team for most of the 120 minutes wow. Um but uh, you know, it just just couldn't really get the ball in the back of the net for the winning goal and, and take the ascendancy. But it, it came off harsh, and, and I copped a fit. It Most of it deserved.
0: So I'm confused by why that's a problem, though. What 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 really ruffled people's feathers about that?
2: Because it was a little bit too spiky, loose, a little bit too spiky. I should have taken some of the spikes <laughs> off in the yard.
0: Um... Nah, I, I say bring the spike. I think we need to toughen up a bit in this Australian football culture. Seriously, will you go over to uh, Spain? Italy, they're writing reviews about player performances every single game and absolutely tearing people to shreds. Vincenzo, please, the people that were smashing Vince, shame I, on you. You did the right no, thing. No, no, no,
2: no. It's fair enough. It, it, I'm, I'm not afraid of Spike, to be honest. I can give Spike when it's necessary, but I just thought the, the, the words in my brain and the words that came out through my fingers on the keyboard uh, didn't quite marry up the level of Spike, the amount of Spike. Too many Spikes.
0: No, I disagree. I rated it. Um, Stolic for you. Uh,
1: what's the question again? <laughs> Why Vince got cancelled? Yeah, uh, exactly. are we going
2: around basically
1: to us? Lucy, Lucy almost got cancelled. Vince almost
2: I got I'm,
0: cancelled. I'm getting cancelled almost every week. It's great. I don't mind it. I don't. A
1: League meme boys. When was the closest that the A League memes page almost got cancelled? And don't say anything defamatory.
0: <laughs> it oh, might wow. actually be oh. after today's appearances. To be wow. fair.
4: Oh, uh, I've got to great one, one. What I'm thinking? Uh state of origin. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, look, probably not like like nothing bad and nothing's going to come out bad, but probably not our finest moment. Basically, we we put up a meme. Basically. basically, we we put we made stupid things back in the day, and there was a photo of like a girl in half lingerie with a football, and then there was this, this random person from that Channel Nine had on coverage, and she wasn't looking her finest, and um. Look at the end of the day, her brothers and and ancestors and extended family ended up targeting us, like on un- via message and we had about a hundred death threats in the email. Oh my god! And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, in all honesty, it was totally deserved. And um, look, we uh, we got we, we we reached a settlement by uh, deleting the photo and uh, and covering our identities for the next two weeks. But look, we um, probably wasn't the probably wasn't the smartest thing to pull But yeah, look, we were, we were young and dumb back in the day. But um. Jeez, I'm really, I'm really stretching here.
5: Um, <laughs> yeah, if my future employers are watching this, I'm not involved with in this page was, at all. It's else. It's no longer with the page. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah did you get. Did that person get sacked, or are they still masquerading as someone behind the A League memes account?
4: They've definitely been sacked.
0: They've definitely been sacked. All right. Um, moving on to our final categories. This is something where you had to nominate your own award. And I'm hoping that um, you know, if you can't think of something on the spot, that um, you will just wait your turn uh, and maybe potentially produce something in the midst of that. But Fraser, I'm going to come over to you. Your, your award <laughs> <campaign> was what? <laughs> uh,
5: well, I, I had a good one, but Nick told me not to say it. Um, so uh, I've got no defamation. Yeah, I've no got, got one. I've got, I've, got a, I've got a. I've got a. I've got a safe one. Uh, coach most likely to play their son. Who
1: are the
5: nominees? Uh, so we've got Tony Popovich and that's it. It's like a whole T. <laughs> There's no other nominees. It's just the one. And I've got another one.
4: Tiny uh, P and the guy from Perth. <laughs> yeah.
5: Well, he's not <laughs> Perth anymore.
4: Okay.
5: Um, and SBS host most likely to make uh, defamatory remarks towards an entire city.
0: <laughs> I don't think they were defamatory, they yeah. were defamatory De- at derogatory? all. Derogatory? Capital that on the, the famous city. De- I'll settle with derogatory, but defamatory yeah, yeah. is not accurate because, def- in order for defamation to be proved, and by the way, you'd have to go all the way to the high court sometimes, and it'd cost you hundreds of thousands, if not close to a million dollars. In order to prove defamation, you have to prove that it wasn't true. Okay, so that's Ooh. what we're doing. With derogatory,
5: right, we'll, we'll settle on derogatory. So, who do we reckon is taking that one out it's
0: about defamation? Right? They're the rules, so I'll go for the d- d- derogatory. And I believe that the answer, um, is me, yeah. That's, that's where that goes, Vincenzo. What's your award category?
2: Uh, I'm gonna steal one of the ones that Stoller suggested because it's right up my alley greatest career change. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't believe it was this season, but I mean, Joey Chantless. Uh, went to LA. And as far as I know, he might still be there. And he filmed yeah. a video clip, uh, which was, you know, pretty cool. It's a, you know, he's filmed one more music video than I have in my life. So credit to him there. I think his tunes are, you know, I'm into Drake a little bit. I'm into hip hop. I'm into the softer r and ish rap crossover type areas. Joey Champ just hits, uh, hits the mark there. Um, <laughs> the Jets could have done with him, to be fair, because he's a really good player. And it was... Yeah. I have to say I was disappointed from a football perspective that he pulled the pin when he did because the season, his last season that he played was like, you know, you could see this was a player who was building, putting together the things in his game um, that he needed to. And, and you know, it was going to, the guy gave up an Olympics uh, or a chance to go at the Olympics. In fact, maybe Joey C, uh, you know, had a crystal ball and could tell the pandemic was coming and thought, you know what, I'm going to take this risk because uh, Tokyo 2020 ain't happening. Um, mm. But good luck to him uh, a runner-up in this category as Stolich also suggested uh, was uh, Isaac Richards of Adelaide United who just casually gave up an early contract to pursue a career as a UFC fighter as you do um, are there any other career changes that I'm not aware of?
0: Mm, no but oh. stay tuned because this next season given all the uncertainty that's clouded around <laughs> <laughs> more career changes unfortunately stolich we all, uh, we all might
2: be finding new careers Lucy. <laughs>
0: Yeah, exactly. After this show, I might be looking for a new career. Um, Stolich, for you, please. Tell us what's your well, reward. I was,
1: I was just going to say, I think Mitch Austin's now playing esports or something. I saw yesterday, so maybe there's another career change. But he was there. sort
2: of doing both at once from memory, so it's not so much a career change. It's like a side hustle that became, you know, primary income source.
4: I wonder how Taylor Regan's going. Anyway. Um... <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: then. You've got to give us yours, Matt. What is your award category?
4: My award is the best coach breakup for this season. Uh, and the nominees were Marcus uh um, that bloke from Victory. named Ernie Merrick and the Jets or Robbie Fowler. And um, look, Football Twitter has chosen this award as of one minute ago and um, it was uh, awarded to Robbie Fowler. Don't come back. anyway. Robbie um, <laughs>
0: It really, yeah, yeah, that was it. Surely, it had to be Marcus Babel.
4: There were some
1: bad foreign coaches this year, wasn't there?
0: Fucking foreign coach. Do you know why Babbles had to be the number one? Because he, he, after he decided, well, he after he got the arse, he sat down in this lengthy video and was thanking everyone from all of the Fox board pundits to almost each of the, the you know, 15,000-plus members. Like, it was ridiculous. And then he ends up at a German outlet um, absolutely smashing the A-League, saying that it was a joke, that it was no oh, good. No. And it was just a mm. disgrace. So that's yeah. got to be the breakup of all time, well, Still- reward category,
1: uh, well, I just want to say someone mentioned, uh, in the comments, uh, the in terms of career changes, Daniel Bounce left Brisbane to focus on running a cafe empire.
2: Yeah, That's again, he was doing it? that while he was playing. Oh. Um, I used to live around the corner from both of his cafes in New Farm in Brisbane, and I can confirm they're both fire, really good spots. bowsey has yeah. got a nice little empire there, but um, mate, if I empire was here, to, to, uh, it's gonna to grow. And to be honest, they're up there in Brisbane, like most people, you know. That's the, yeah, very good, All very right. good. Uh, Miss um, Jones and Little Loco, shout out if you're in Brisbane, go there.
4: Um, Lucy, can I say, um, Mark's Bab was the prime reason why you don't get girls' names tatted on you? <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <we gotta> laugh. <laughs>
0: That's talking, brother. You gotta Now's laugh. That was just bizarre. He turns up to training with his Western Sydney Wanderers tattoo on his forearm. Like it was all just too much. It was way too much. Um, My award category is um, one that's an interesting one purely because it's a pet peeve of mine and it has been for some time when it comes to any kind of a sport, but particularly in football because it's not traditionally football related and that is doing interviews as players are coming off the pitch, doing interviews as coaches are coming back for the second half, um, cameras in the dressing rooms. I think that is most definitely something um, in my award category and it's called one thing that could afford to go from TV sports coverage and that is that. I don't like the fact that we got, you know, we get coaches on the sidelines as they're literally watching the game and doing interviews with them. We're dragging plays off as they're trying to make their way to the dressing rooms. I think that going forward that is something that we could certainly bin. So that's just a pet peeve of mine in the category that I've had to go through. But we've got a, a host of changes already occurring across several A-League clubs at the moment. We've seen a number of them making some announcements about some player movements as well. So we had Melbourne Victory confirm that um, a number of players have also been informed that they won't be a part of next season's plans. Kenny Atu, Ben Carrigan, Josh Hope and Giancolo uh, Gualifuoco, they won't be off the contracts. Western United also issued a statement earlier this week saying Valentino Yule, Thierry the Kunda. Oscar Dillon and Patrick allen me, will depart the club. Central Coast Mariners also thanked Michael McGlinchey, Milan Juric, Tommy Orr, Jacob Melling and Jair. And we'll also see some more move- movements, no doubt. We've seen also the announcement that Tony Popovich has confirmed his departure from the club. Perth Glory confirmed that yesterday via a press release, although it's something that we literally heard the day after they got knocked out of that elimination final. We've also seen that Ivan Franic has signed a contract with the newcomers, MacArthur, after leaving Perth glory. Um, I think we also have to give an honorary mention to the cryptocurrency situation that occurred over in Perth as well. But Perth seemed to be a real interesting one um, as we sort of look to wrap up the show and and wrap up the season that was. um, Vince, they they disappointed me the most because I thought they had so much potential, but it seems as though their season has been reduced to tatters. Perth? Perth, yeah. Are you listening? Are you actually here? I know you didn't prepare for the show. No,
2: I'm here, (laughs) but, like, I don't know if their season – I mean, you can't be that harsh, I reckon. Like, we had a bloody pandemic that ruined everything for everyone. So, while they weren't the same team as they were last season,
0: but, like, they lost their – It didn't ruin you know. it. Sydney FC, it didn't ruin everything for Melbourne City. Perth have been a shambles in this last year. They've gone from winning the Premier's plate to then absolutely crashing and burning, trying to sell the club off to a cryptocurrency circus act over in the UK. Oh, okay, if
2: we're talking off field, yeah, that was that was and that was pretty funny.
0: With Diego Castro, now you've had Tony Popovich leave, you've had another player leave. It's been a shocker of a year for them.
2: Look, at their best they were still okay, I think. They definitely weren't as good as they were last season. Um, and it's Look, they were terrible after the restart, really. But they ended up, I think, still like, what, one game away from the grand final, ultimately, which tells you, I think, a fair bit about how much our final series needs to be uh, restructured, in my opinion, because I don't like the sudden death nature of it. But um,
0: How do you restructure? Yeah. What, are your pro- what are your projections?
2: You've got to give a double chance for uh, the first and second teams, I reckon, because yeah, otherwise, it's not a final series. It's a knockout cup, and there's a difference, despite what the people who think you know, the final series should go and getting rid of the final series would improve the A-League would say. That doesn't make any sense to me. I think you need to improve the final series by giving a safety net to those clubs who finish up top other than, uh, you know, a week off or whatever. Because in some instances, having time off at the point end of the season can actually, you know, ruin the momentum of some teams. Uh, Mm. So it's not always an advantage. But in terms of Perth, I wouldn't be as harsh as you, uh, Luce. Uh, But now that you reel off all those things that have happened, it's definitely been a pretty... Pretty crazy season out West. Obviously, Tony Sage um, wants to sell the club, can't afford to you know, have the club on his hands anymore or, or spend the amount of money that he, he needs to spend for his uh, Perth glory to be up there. Um, yeah, man. Like, I can't believe it was Jane. I think it was January when um, old mate from uh, the London Football Exchange popped up out of nowhere. That was mm-hmm. crazy. Like, mm-hmm. I can't believe that was this year as well. That's, that's the kind of year we've had. But that was absolutely insane and brought the game into total disrepute and and the work from, um, I think, 6BR Radio, Gareth Parker, I think it was, who basically exposed everything that was happening there, was sensational and crazy to think that an owner of an A-League club got that deep in conversations with someone like that. Absolutely insane. And, look, a lot of the stuff that happened afterwards are the result of COVID and you can't – I find it hard to hammer him too hard for those sort of things um, – but, yeah, they definitely weren't the same team they were last season. Last season, they were much better. And maybe partway through, Popper realised that there was an opportunity coming in Europe. Maybe his eye got taken off the ball to some degree. I don't know. But um, I, 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 I'd probably give them a, a slightly bigger break than you would, Luce.
4: Vince, on a, on a hypothetical, let's say the um, the transaction with the uh, London Football Exchange went through before – sorry – and they found out after. Where do you think – what do you think Perth, the, day, the day of Perth-Gory would look like at the moment?
2: Uh, Well, there'd be an extraordinary amount of utility for the token. If there's one thing that would have happened, there would have been utility for the token coming out of the wazoo, mate. You would have been able to use your tokens to buy, you know, whatever it is you could buy with them, and you would have had a great time with that. The football team would have collapsed. The the club would have filed a bankruptcy, and there would be no professional football in Perth whatsoever. But there'd be utility for the token. So it's a little bit difficult to balance... Which would have been the
1: better outcome? You know, I was I was going to say there'd be a lot more people in Diego Castro's caravan. The whole squad would have just been like, "Let's go, boys! This is done."
0: Um, I need to address this point because we're getting quite a few comments from everybody. The Fornaroli rumours to victory. Uh, Matt, what have you got on that? Can you elaborate?
4: Jesus. Uh... Uh, look, I have. I have <laughs> yeah, that's the inside word, man. <laughs> I, I know. I know a lot of inside word uh, on the East Coast football, but I wouldn't have a clue. But um, look, in all honesty, I hope it happens because we we need. Oh, look,
5: shut uh, up! <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> we, um, we need we need a good story in the A League each season, and um, we need something to watch on a Friday night that that has the ramble. And look, I think I think it's good for the game. It's like it's like Roy O'Donovan going to uh, Sydney FC hypothetically and playing the Jets on a Friday night. Like, tr- change <laughs> is good for the A League, and um, I-, I would like it to happen basically because it would it would rattle Perth, it would rattle, it would rattle City, it would rattle Sydney, and they'd probably still find a way to lose to the Mariners. So it'd be good for the league.
0: Mm. Okay. Well, we asked for some votes on the best way to summarise your team's performance so far this season, and we got some fantastic ones that came in. But I'd love to go to you, Fraser, knowing that you are a Perth glory supporter and after I've just absolutely torn your beloved club and you um, can you please tell us how you would like to sum up your club season?
5: Uh, one word limit or i got a, I got a few uh, arseholes <laughs> sort of rambling here. Got
0: a sentence.
5: sentence. A sentence. All right. So uh, firstly, I'll say nepotism. Uh, and then secondly, I'll say uh, distance derby cup holders and I'll end it there. That's all that matters. <laughs> Glory. Another voice.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, what have We got some submissions from you, Stolich, that you could um, rattle off.
1: Uh, you know what? I actually was looking in the comments of um, the uh, A-League memes when you guys posted that you guys going to be on the show. Some of them were real funny. Um, this one was obviously from uh, Cameron Bradley. Uh, let's see if you can guess what club he supports. At least previous seasons, we could only finish 10th. A new low for our club. <laughs> right uh Bri- brisbane rule we are worse than the english third tier that half our team came from matthew robertson um <laughs> I- apologies if i mispronounce this uh yami ikari wellington phoenix an amazing season ruined by a bloody virus and they did have a top season they mm. did prove so many doubters wrong we all thought they were going to struggle they had mass exodus ufuk tala did a really good job they came over to sydney and had to stay here about 10 or 15 times. I don't know what was going on. I think they're still in quarantine. It's been an absolutely nightmare season for them. But in terms of the, the travelling they did, but on the field, they are very good and they can uh, hang their heads high. Um, and then this one was very funny uh, from Edwin Bryant. Melbourne Victory, like watching paint dry, only paint is useful once it dries. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know there's there's a, there's a lot of um there's a lot there but yeah let us know what was what was your uh some your team season up in a sentence.
0: Uh we got some also from one of our top viewers here via Twitter uh Jamie McLaren is reliable as the postman as he always delivers for the team he plays for Melbourne City very cute very very cute via well, Twitter there final. Uh what <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: and to be fair, postmen have become incredibly unreliable since COVID, in my opinion.
1: <laughs> Maybe that's what he was saying. Maybe it's a critique of uh, the Postal nah, Service.
2: I'm, I'm a big I'm a big J Mac fan, but I'll tell you what, Australia Post has really let me down recently. The
1: thing
4: yeah. is they're, they're what do you want from
0: the people? What do you want from them? It's a pandemic. They just
4: slide the bloody note under the door and they don't knock. I swear to God.
2: Yeah, yeah. What what do I want from them? I want them to ring the doorbell. I basically (laughs) want them to let them let me know that I'm here.
0: Yeah, this has now turned into a show about the first world problems. The football enjoyer, the raw tried to soar but became a real bore. What about Central Coast Mariners? That's a good one. A question about the Mariners, Fraser. If you had to sum up their season in a sentence, what would it be?
5: Uh, Nine points against Melbourne victory. (laughs) Nine points. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Victory! Oh, jeez, that's fantastic. See, that's thinking on your toes. Uh, Vincenzo, uh, Western United, the debutants. If you have to sum up their season, uh-huh. how would you do it?
2: Poi bo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do we get to the it bottom would... of what that actually means? I know that someone yeah. did um, a clarification. Means, um, for those that don't know,
2: it, well, poi means then, and bot means like. Bo? Like, I don't know, like, so it's like then, uh, which I guess yeah. is like supposed to be like a carefree sort of like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to go score this goal. boy bo. Like, you know, I live my life. I do things I say, and then things happen afterwards.
1: That's the worst translation ever on the history of SPS. <laughs> we pride ourselves on translation languages and we no, got, it, it, it means, mean. it means then and eh.
2: That's, that's, that's exactly what it means though. That's what bo means. Like, right. Oh. Coming from 100% Italian blood here, bop
1: means bot.
0: That's what it means. Miskuzi, 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mis- mis- is right. Um, over to you, Matt. Uh, I'd love you to sum up Sydney FC's season in a sentence, please.
4: Prior to COVID, terrific. After COVID, not so great. Um, what a I want a grand final. <laughs> I know, I'm, I'm completely aware of what they've won. But if you look at their if you look at their record after COVID, they did not play great football and they they started to peak, obviously for Perth Glory at home for the um semi final. Look, I didn't think they were that good in the grand final and obviously winner takes all and they, they scored more goals than Melbourne City did. Um, as I said, great before COVID, but they didn't play that well after COVID, in my opinion.
0: Mm. Wellington Phoenix, if you had to sum up their season, Stolidge.
1: Oh, I mean, I, mean, I hope they had frequent fly miles. They kept having to come over <laughs> here and go back. I don't know. Yeah, i got a the, good one you know, for you, Stolidge. Yeah, go on. No longer squatting on a licence.
0: Oh, so that's a good question because a lot of people are saying, you know, what do we know about the next season? Uh, And when it comes to Wellington Phoenix, I know that particularly um, prior to the last two years, there were a lot of discussions around whether or not they should even be in the A-League. But Vince, do you feel that they've cemented their spot and that they deserve to stay in the A-League going forward? Uh,
2: Mostly. Um, Yeah. Like, to be honest, I think their licence to play in the A-League is over now. I think that they need to renew it for next season.
3: (laughs) Mm-hmm. Subject
2: to agreement from FIFA and AFC and OFC and that, and I'm pretty sure that's all foregone conclusion stuff. Um, so no dramas there. For me, no longer squatting on a license, Wellington Phoenix means that they're they they're, they're holding their own. Like they're, they're they've got a great young Australian coach. They're bringing through some great young Aussie and Kiwi players. Uh, two have just gone off to to European clubs. We've got Devlin. Um who's obviously you know a sensational player in my opinion, plenty of others coming through there, really, really good stuff. For me though, the quest, like we still need to like resolve like how much do we want New Zealand football involved in Australian football and then act accordingly? I've always been the opinion that you either have zero New Zealand teams in our competition or you have two and maybe even more, and you make the absolute most out of it uh, mm-hmm. in terms of extracting the value out of the New Zealand market. Uh, player development, get a get a team in Auckland, which is a huge market, you know, um, these sort of things. I, I think there should be, if we're going to keep having Wellington Phoenix in the league, and I think it's fair enough for them to be in the league because they're doing well and they're an addition. It feels like they're an addition at the moment rather than something that's dragging down the quality of the league. I want more though. And now that we've got the Women's World Cup coming up, there's a lot of conversations being had between FFA and New Zealand football. I want to see greater collaboration in the professional game, the W League, more teams, let's, let's do this properly if we're going to do it.
0: Matt, um, want resident Jets supporter, before we get back to you, Stolich, on that one, um, can you please sum up the Jets season in one sentence?
4: A shame.
0: <laughs> a shame. Why yeah. was it a shame?
4: It was a shame because... Before Carl Re- before Carl Robinson, it had gotten stale under Ernie, who before I, before I think I'm smashing him. Very grateful he got us to the grand final in '18, but yeah, under under him it had become stale. And um, look, Laurie Laurie took his time to find the right coach, and I can tell you right now he found the perfect coach for us. It's a shame um, we didn't get the points that we needed to to be able to become successful this year, because when we came back from um from COVID, we. Very- we'd, we have beaten five of the six teams that made the finals. Um, in our last match, by the Brisbane Roar, um, it's a shame that we didn't pick up the points we needed because I think we we could have we could have gone possibly to the final grand final. As comical as that sounds, not sure if we could have won it. But um, I'm very excited for what we have next season. I think Carl Robinson is an absolute gem, and um, yeah, I'm looking forward to next season whenever whenever it is. Yeah,
0: uh, um, I said one sentence, but anyway, thanks for that monologue. <laughs> <laughs> knowledge back to you my friend what was the point you were gonna to add to Vince's comment
1: no I was just gonna ask Vandy you know you the, one of the things you do is go to all the away games uh, what is the best and the worst away trip in the a-league
4: well I, I I'll tell you first of all I once sat through a seven 0 loss in Adelaide in 35 degree heat when when the Jets when the Jets at halftime decided to tell Phil Stubbins that they no longer trusted him ben Kennedy. <laughs> Ben Kennedy saved a penalty. That was a for from Kuruza that had to be retaken again. And that sucked. Um, hey, ben don't say anything it is about the, Adelaide. They're still in Adelaide. The, the best away trip is probably Perth or Wellington. Um, Perth, it's a good, just a great place to go when the weather's great. Um, Wellington, y- you feel like a loyal fan because you make the trip. And um, the, the they're they if I, if I could have a team purely in the league for their own supporters, Wellington. They're just an absolute bunch of legends. Um They'll offer to pick you up from the from the uh, from the airport. They'll offer to buy you all your beers, even though I don't drink. They're just a, a great bunch. Um The worst, I'll tell you what. The worst was probably this year. Despite we won, um, we we beat Western United one nil. At, uh, in Geelong, and um, just the stadium. Honestly, you needed to take binoculars. You couldn't. You couldn't work out what was mm. going on. Um, you were. You're at the like the oval end of the away bay, and it was just. I get it. They've only got a. They're, they're hopefully going to get a new stadium, but um, Adelaide sucks. Oh, sorry. No, Don't Sorry, I'm Western United. Sucks. Um, a special mention for some called Brisbane. That their security sucks, and I, everyone in the community oh. agrees with that. That's all I'll say.
0: Mm. Why do they suck? Just before we move on. What's the yeah, problem They're,
4: with- they're like, like hot handed um people. Uh, they they all have small man syndrome. Um, so do I though, so it's so it's hand in hand. But um, they're just not a good bunch of people. Um I'm pretty sure the den can back me up on this. Um yeah, Brisbane Brisbane suck. Except they've got Cinnabon now, so big fan of that. Keep going. Oh wow.
0: Oh yeah, Cinnabon, Cinnabon
4: right right next to the Brisbane Airport. Yeah,
0: oh my god! Yeah. Well, good luck trying to get into the state in the first place. Um, Vincenzo, can you please sum up Western <laughs> Sydney's season in a sentence? Uh,
2: I'm trying to think of um. Uh, what did What did Marcus Babel say when he when he teed off at uh, the journalist at the time? What? Uh, do you uh, have Do you have two eyes? Basically, something like that. <laughs> so, something along those lines, basically. That would. Uh, well, actually, you know what comes to mind is something that's um. That uh, poor John Satsum has said in the in the preseason. I think uh, before uh, their game against Leeds United, uh, their first game at Bankwest Stadium, which was, uh, we're back, baby. And it was supposed to be the big season where the Wanderers were back, back at Parramatta. We've got a great coach. We've got all these imports from Germany. We've got some young kids coming through. We're back, baby. They are not back, baby. You know, like, it's not good. The Wanderers really need to sort themselves out. It's been a really, really disappointing season. Alex Meyer will join Mario Jardel in the pantheon of absolute yeah. horrendous A-League marquee signings. Babble, unfortunately, nice guy, weird hey. exit.
4: Hey.
2: Oh, like, you know, um, the guy just wasn't up to it, really. And it's been a bad season for him. So, yeah, we're back, baby, is my ironic submission.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Melbourne Victory Season stolid. how do you summarise their season in one sentence?
1: I mean... The absolute,
5: yeah. 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 <laughs> Lost to the Mariners three times. I'll just look at, at everyone doing the
1: work for me. That, exactly. Lost to the Mariners three times. The biggest disaster in their history of the club. I mean, you're lucky the Mariners exist, so you didn't embarrass yourselves <laughs> too much. That's what I'll say. Yeah, uh, A-League memes, at least we're not 11th. That's exactly
3: it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Eleventh. Um, I think that we need to then come to you, Vince, on Adelaide United, purely because you're our Adelaide boy. How do you summarize their season?
2: Uh I'm gonna go with SA great, one of the great tourism slogans uh in South Australian history, and it resonates very well with the club that Adelaide United is becoming. Uh, something like seven or eight Adelaide players in their lineup at one stage late in the season, their starting lineup which is fantastic if I know South Australians and I do, it's that they love South Australia and South Australians. Um, They want to get involved with a team that represents them and their state and their city. And it's fantastic to see Adelaide United giving uh, opportunities to Adelaide kids, whether that's because of COVID or whether that's because of financial constraints. I don't know. It's probably a mixture of both. But it's the kind of stuff we want to see more of in the A-League as Richard Scudamore said earlier in the season when he came in for his visit, you know, uh, he, he reckons it's not about marquee players, it's about the local boy done good. Uh, and there's a few of those coming through at Adelaide at the moment. So SA great.
0: Very well said. Vince. Not a, a shithole. That's also Oh God, get over it. For God's sake, no, you're a part of the rest of the crew that keep banging on about it almost a year later. Far out I'd hate to be in a relationship with all of you people. Honestly, you called a grudge against me for a year. That's outrageous. I would have broken I, I, I off. Good on yeah, you, I, I knew I liked you from the start, Tim. Um, right, what about you, Fraser? We've got to get, can you please quickly summarise Melbourne City's season in one sentence?
5: Um, well, I'll just say this. Uh, they must be uh, very desirable to have in the bedroom because they're always happy to come second.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus.
5: <laughs> you, know, you know what I like
1: about that? There was a big run up because you were looking at your notes quite yeah, a bit. I, I, did, I didn't know if I should go for it. I, so, hadn't, I had a few down. but uh, Listen, it's it's late in the show. It, it was what it was.
0: It's late in, yeah. the, show. It is late in the show. My God, guys. It was a
1: shot from 40 meters. <laughs>
0: Oh, well, I don't want to talk about shots or coming second or anything else in, in the context of this conversation, all right? But what I will say about Melbourne City is that we've also seen the news today that the great Patrick Kuznobo has been confirmed as the head coach post Eric Monbear's departure. So great to see Paddy Kuznobo given that opportunity. More Australian coaches, that's what we're advocates for, and we wish him and the club all the very best for the next season. Maybe they can go one bigger and win the title next season. Lads, it has been an absolute pleasure to have your company today. We've had absolutely fantastic numbers throughout the show. The engagement has been brilliant. So many comments coming through um, and it's been fabulous to chat to everybody. Vince, thanks so much for coming on. I don't know if I entirely mean that because you didn't prepare at all <laughs> for the program yeah, but it's but also good to see your head and chat and have a laugh with you.
2: It worked out in the end, didn't it?
0: It did yeah. work out. It's part of your charm. That's what I like about it. It's so casual. You know, I'm one of your biggest fans. I think you're one of the best journals that we've got in the country, along with you and Don Bosky. You're, in fact, one of the few journalists that we have working on football left in the country. Vandy, your anti areas. guys it's been great to meet some of the faces behind the a-league memes account i gave you a bit of stick saying that we want some funny um and you know what you gave it to us uh by the end of it there so i was really delighted to finally get the chance to meet with you we want to see more of you so this of course is very sadly our last a-league dedicated program of course because the a-league season is over it's done but we will be looking to resume once the season kicks off there's so much uncertainty around what's going on at the moment but stay tuned across the world game website and of course follow the great vince rigardi he's breaking some of the biggest stories across the country as well. And um, and tune into what the A-League Memes Boys have to offer too because I'm sure that even though we don't have a season, there's still a lot to giggle about. There's Matt, a.k.a. Tim, shaking his head. But truly, in all seriousness, thanks for your company, guys. Okay. And thanks to you, Stolidge, for getting it all organised.
1: No worries. And you know what? I just appreciate what, what the A-League, boy, A-League Memes Boys bring to the league, which is a lot of fun. And uh, I think that's also what, you know, Lucy and Vince and what we really like as well. So great job all around and, yeah, we'll see you
3: soon.
0: Keep up the good content, guys. Um, But as I said, this is our last program. We will still be coming to you with our live shows every Wednesday, so make sure you tune into those from 1pm Australian Eastern Standard Time or head to the World Game website for more info, updates, opinion pieces and video content. That is all we've got time for today on behalf of myself and the entire team at the World Game. It's goodbye for now and we'll see you again next week.